Uh, last time, we watched our favorite spirit detective and friend scoop out Musayori City to find out more about the opening tunnel to Demon World. After Marota, the mind-reading psychic that recruited gets hurt, then find themselves at the hospital where they run into the first big bag psychic, the doctor, or Herr Doctor, to save the lives of everyone in the hospital. The German dub, yeah. Yusuke much t- made tough decisions of taking the doctor's life. Luckily, Genkai revived the doctor, allowing Yusuke to focus on the mission with a clear conscience and not be screwed for life. Now, we'll continue of the exciting saga of Chapter Black with episodes 75 through 77. You better get ready. Yeah! (laughs) Alright, so just to start off with 75, title is Caught in the Rain, English, or in the Japanese, Seaman, a trap (laughs) lurking in the rain. (laughs) In this episode, Yusuke has defeated the Doctor, one of the seven psychics trying to forge a tunnel between the worlds. Somewhere in Mushiori City, six more, Game Master, Sniper, Gourmet, Seaman, Gatekeeper, and Black Angel remain. That is like really big. I don't even look at it. Yep. <laughs> it actually just that doesn't really tell you anything about this episode, yeah. <laughs> so we'll just get right into it. <laughs> uh, episode starts with Yusuke and Kubara eating lunch where they talk about the fight with the doctor and his motivation for helping open the tunnel. And they're they're pretty uh, awestruck by the idea that like this guy knew he was going to die. Why was he supporting this? Uh, he's just suicidal. Well, I think they make the point that, like, if you're just suicidal, why don't you end it yourself? Like, I think Kuwabara says something like that. Yeah, he pretty much is like, I don't understand why they gotta bring, like, innocent people into it. Um, but Yusuke brings up, like, the doctor saying, like, yeah, like, all humans are diseased, and um, he, I don't know, it doesn't really make sense to them. Um, and then in the English stuff, Kuwabara just calls it, like, creepy cult stuff, um, which... Was like really interesting to me because I've been listening to a lot of like cult related YouTube videos lately. Oh, so, man. Did, you, did you watch any on Heaven's Gate? Yes, Dude, Heaven's Gate Heaven... is super interesting. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, there's a ton like Heaven's Gate, and there's like one in like a something Christian community in New Zealand. I watched a TED talk about it. Did you watch Jonestown? That's one's like the most interesting. Yeah, and Jonestown that was like back in the 70s, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Apparently, that was the most. That was the most loss of American lives before 9-11. Wow. That's how bad it was. There was like 11, was 1,100 people or something that died. But... We have like civilian American lives. Yeah, mm-hmm. civilian American lives. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess we count wars. But um, yeah, it's really cool. There's, like, yeah, yeah. There's a nice podcast about it. It's like called, it's like some Heaven's Gate. Pod- I don't know the name of it, but it's a podcast on iTunes just to Google Heaven's Gate. And it goes into it like the the, the starting of the, the dough and I think it was like something in dough. I can't remember what the... The founder of it is, but it's really messed up and interesting. But you know, yeah, it's cool. But let's uh, we'll get back on topic cult stuff. But if you want to check it out, cult stuff www.google.com slash cult stuff. <laughs> but uh, keyword cult, keyword <laughs> cult, just in case. So while they're talking, a wild Botan appears, looking cute in her schoolgirl uniform, but she's got some very bad news. Um, apparently, instead of the three weeks that they thought it would take for the tunnel to open, they now have only one week. I hate change deadlines. It's the worst. <laughs> you know what happened afterward? Yoshi was like, it's been one week since you looked at me. <laughs> no. Very naked lady. 
Wait, wait. Is, is it was it one week or is what? It... It's one week. Okay, I thought it was like three weeks. Or... I can't remember. It's been. <laughs> I don't. Listen... That that was since the living room. <laughs> yeah, since the living room. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so um, she pulls up the little communicator thing, um, TV thing, and then Corn there, and he drops some really like hardcore shonen geology and geometry facts. Um, so basically, the tunnel, the center point of the tunnel isn't on the surface like they thought. It's actually 500 meters, at least according to 550 meters, according to the English dub, underground. How much is that in feet? 1650. 1650? Yeah. Huh. Oh, we heard her. I heard 100, 550. That's right. So no, 550 sorry. meters times times three. Times so three. So 1650 oh, okay. feet. How much, how much is that in millimeters? Uh, five fifty. That'd be five hundred and fifty thousand. Oh, nice. What, what about what about nanometers? <laughs> I don't remember nano to meter, so it's probably like ten to the negative seven. But I forget. You get the idea, you fucker. <laughs> it's deep. It's deep. It's a deep, deep hole. And it's uh, not really much like a circle, but more of a sphere. Um, so they're pretty much talking about this, and then Kubara, he still doesn't have his spear power, so he can't see her anything, and so he asks, like, Yusuke, like, uh, what's going on, and Yusuke is just frustrated because he hasn't taken geometry yet. Geometry's next year. <laughs> geometry's next year. <laughs> Wait, what year did you guys take geometry? Just uh, survey. Sophomore year, high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm just gonna say sophomore and not embarrass myself, so... Let's just, let's just pretend sophomore. Definitely not middle school. Yeah, nope. not so, middle school. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but I think like in the Midwest, people do it in a different order. So I took geometry in eighth grade. Oh. Oh, no. Because it was like it was like, it was like algebra, algebra one, geometry, algebra mm-hmm. three, four, and then pre-calc. Yeah. And then calculus if you're actually smart. But I am not that, so I did not take calculus. I, I did pre-calc too, so I didn't go after calculus. Yeah. Calculus sucks. Yeah, so interesting thing. We're talking about this being a geometry thing. There's actually some implied calculus as well with regards to, like, the rate of the growth of the perimeter slice. Uh-huh. But, like, <laughs> but they didn't get into that. That would that would be in, like, some Hunter In Hunter Hunter, they would fucking get into it and be like, let me draw you this diagram and show you related <laughs> rates. So do you know antiderivatives? Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. yeah, it's like, hey, uh, you know, gone. could you tell me about antiderivatives? Like, I live in the forest. But, yeah. <laughs> And so he, Koa tells him that the tunnel is actually in a cave system that has an entrance um, near a suburb of Mushiri City, which is appropriately called a demon's door in the English dub. I didn't watch the Spanish version this week, and I didn't watch with Japanese subtitles either, but I remember it having an interesting name as well, but I can't remember if it translated to Demon's Door or just something else. Like, mm. might have been, this is totally a shot in the dark, it might have been something like Demon's Mouth instead, but oh. like, I could I be totally Maybe wrong. That's my favorite Bob Dylan song, Demon's Door. <laughs> <laughs> see, so Yusuke and Botan in... They thought originally Kuwabara, they started heading outside the school to, you know, get ready for what's coming up. But Kuwabara ends up running off in the opposite direction. And Yusuke's like, what the hell? Come on. Kuwabara's like, Yusuke, I can't go. Because he's got floor tickets to Magalka's World Tour 2. The no, second like, World like, Tour 2. No, that's like exclamation point. Oh, yeah, okay. it, it is. When oh. you said World Tour 2, I was like, no one should name anything like this. Yeah. Yeah, World Tour 2. World Tour 2. That's my World Tour exclamation point. I mean, you know, God, I, 
I, I was thinking about it. took me a second. Never seen it. I was like, God damn. It could be Wuru. You never know. I, yeah, that's <laughs> just an unfortunate name edgy. to name something that you're going to Japan with is all I'm going to say. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you, you know, uh, it's kind of funny because like, Ozzy Osbourne actually named his tour World Tour No More Tours 2. <laughs> because he had a World Tour 1, where, No More Tours 1, where he'd stop touring. And then he was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep touring. So he, this tour is called No More Tours 2. And, yet, and he actually had to delay it a year because he got like, I don't know if you heard he got like super sick or something. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now, so now the no more tours number two has been delayed. So we have to delay the ending <laughs> even longer. So, but so yeah, Coolbar apparently bought the tickets way ahead of time, and he's going with. And in the note says his normie friends, aka his regular human friends, aka Okubo, Ball Okubo. Uh, Okubo with hair. Yes. And all the Okubos. <laughs> all the Okubo is the only one I remember. <laughs> and then... Younger, younger, <laughs> younger Okubo, Okubo and older Okubo. Okubo, Okubo. Okubo Ototo and... <laughs> so... Suzy Kubo... Su- Suzy Kubo... Kubo... Okubo Jotaro. Okukujo. <laughs> But um, yeah, I, I thought I thought it was interesting that Megalica because it's actually an analogy of Metallica and Megadeth, which is two. Oh, I was it, trying to figure that out. Like I knew Metallica is like a parody, but I didn't realize it's like a Megadeth. Also. Yeah, the the cool thing about it, it's even deeper, is that uh, the guitar, the lead singer and guitarist for Megadeth, Dave Mustaine, was actually the original guitarist in Metallica. Oh, but he I got, actually didn't know that. Yeah, he he was actually in there and he got kicked out because. Somehow he managed to out party and out drink people to the point where he was kicking people's dogs, pouring. Oh, shit. Wait, is that what it is to out party someone? <laughs> no, no, no. He like was he got so he got so drunk all the time. He like kicked dog. Is like a, a James Hetfield's dog. Oh, he, shit. Uh, Jesus Christ! He, okay. pour, he poured beer down the uh, the bassist's uh, bass guitar and shocked him. What? So yeah, he and he's like, yeah, you just gotta go. Here's tickets. Bye. That sounds like a good reason to kick someone out of a band. I'm going to put it out there. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah, Apparently they get, they made right, though, because now they're back together as one new band. Yeah, they, actually, there's also, there's also it's kind of unrelated, but there actually was a, a time when they were going to do a, a super group with like two of Metallica and two of Megadeth. But it wasn't Would gonna, they be Metallica then? They should have. I think was, <laughs> They would actually be Metal Death. Metal Death. <laughs> that actually is a badass name. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But, Welcome to Metal Death. But yeah, no. I just thought that was pretty cool. And actually, one of the, guitar, the guitarists in the... When they have the, the guys in the... I guess on the stage, mm-hmm. they have a flying V, which is actually Dave Mustaine's guitar. Oh, which I thought cool. was also another cool reference. But If you look really closely, there's a guy trying to pour beer down and it's very weird. Yeah. <laughs> and there's another guy trying to sue all of, everyone using Napster, too. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, Yusuke is mad at Kuwabara for ditching to attend the concert. Kuwabara, on the other hand, is mad on behalf of his fave's honor. Yeah, because Yusuke calls him, like, a pop band, and Kuwabara is just very offended. He's a very tr- he's a true stan. He's like, fuck you, Yusuke. I'm going to go attend the concert, and you're going to see if you actually need me or not, but I'm not going to help. The term um, is thrash metal, you normie. <laughs> Oh my god, I wish Kovar was this weird metal elitist, even though he has an Oingo Boingo poster <laughs> in his fucking bedroom. Um, I was gonna say, so one thing that's interesting is Kovar makes the point, like, what if you had, you know, tickets to the World Martial Arts Tournament, you know, uh, like the World Championship of Martial Arts, and you say it's like, <laughs> 
And like, so I, I wanted to watch this part in Japanese, but I didn't have time because I've been really busy. But I'm thinking, I'm wondering whether or not, because uh, in a previous season when they brought up the idea of like Yusuke going to a pro wrestling show, if you watch the Japanese version, they were actually talking about Kakutogi, which is like MMA from the early 90s. Oh. And so I'm wondering if he was actually saying like, hey, you want to go to the fucking like Shuto World Tournament? Like, you know, Shuto 95 or whatever, maybe for like Shuto 94. Like, because that'd be really cool if that was actually what he was talking about. Oh, gosh, I don't want them to go any, into any, any more tournaments anytime soon. Well, no, 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 <laughs> just to watch, though. Cause this you never is, know. You it's never like know. Dragon Ball, where it's like, if they enter now, they'll just kill everyone. <laughs> yeah. It's like they get pulled in. Hey, you two, enter this tournament. Okay, five, 12 episodes later. Yeah, I mean, it all began in 94, kept on rolling in 95. Things were... Things, Things Don't work. 96, it came to in 97. Now it comes in. Here we go. KOF okay, is here again. Nothing to stop because it's 1998. Down, down. That's King of Fighters references anyways. So, we cut to Sensui and Itsuki in the caves. And Sensui is like... They're hey. straight up terroristing right now. They are. Yeah. He's like, hey, Sensui, good job. Um, Itsuki, thanks for doing the work and extending the faster, um, the tunnel faster than we expected. And Itsuki's like, yeah, I don't know, man. Just like my powers just feel immersed in this stream of energy and like it just has a mind of its own, this tunnel. Um, not exactly like that. I don't know. He is, just seems like a hippie. Is Itsuki his like cool hippie, cool hippie boyfriend? That's what I was thinking. Probably a vegan. Probably a raw vegan. Yeah, well, if you if you if we get further into the series, that might be true, given how they meet, but like how they met, how they met like twelve years ago. Yeah, given how they met twelve years ago. And so I know it's like in the English dub that um, Itsuki refers to Sensui as Mr. Sensui. In Japanese, um, does he say like Sensui Sama or anything like that? Did anyone watch in Japanese? This he week? said Sensui San, I think. San, San, not Sama. So okay, so San. It might be Sama. Listen, I'm, I'm. I wouldn't be surprised if it was San because, like, Itsuki, even though he is in, in, I mean, spoilers, he's in love with Sensui. He's probably still very formal because I think Itsuki's supposed to be hyper formal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even Yusuke call, calls him Sama or whatever. San. No, no, Sama or sorry, no, Senpai. Calls him Senpai oh. in the last episode. He's like, it's like, yo, Senpai. Wait. Huh. Yusuke referring to Sensui? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, later episode. That's cute. Because, you know, that means, like, basically upperclassman or forebearer. So, like, you know, just like, oh, I recognize that you did this job before me. What's up, bitch? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, so the rest of the team, um, bad guys, is looking out for the psychic that can be break the barrier um, to the demon world. And also just kind of... Um, basically making things hard for Yusuke's team anytime that they get. Um, and so it cuts to Yusuke and Genkai, Kaito, Yana, Keiko, and Botan at Yusuke's apartment. Um, Yusuke's just like still really pissy. Not just because of oh, Kuwabara, but also... He's being pissy. <laughs> and then he's also mad because they couldn't find Karama anywhere. Um, according to Kaito, Karama never showed up at school. Oh my so God. he, he ding dong ditched. <laughs> and uh, Genkai is like, okay, we gotta have a careful plan of attack now that we know where the hideout is. They gotta do some cave exploring. Yeah, they, you know, spelunkling. <laughs> spelunking? Spelunking? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is spelunkling? <laughs> okay. It's spelunking. me, spelunkling. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a new Pokemon. <laughs> I live in caves. I'm the new Zubat. <laughs> You're really hate me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I... confuse your Pokemon. Fuck you. 
AKs in Pokemon. I get always lost in them. Mount Moon <laughs> rules. Stuck. Rock Tunnel can die. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck Rock Tunnel. He's flicking off the mic because that's how that works. <laughs> and so the Kaito and Yana, since they are Mushiri City natives, they talk about how the Demon Door Cave is basically like an urban legend. Um, Kaito's like, yeah, we, it's kind of like scorn love- lovers basically go there to die. So for them, if they go there and unprepared, it's basically going to be suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of like makes Yusuke even more mad. And he's just like, oh, fuck you, newbie. Like, fuck this. Fuck all this stuff. And then he's like, if no one's gonna help, I'm, and no one's gonna make me do it, let me do it by myself, I'm just gonna go to the arcade. And That's totally a me move. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, everyone else for the arcade. That sounds like something I would do. Wait, yo, what arcade do you go to around here, man? Uh, there's this, pl- there's this, um... Do you go to Starfighter? Yeah, Starfighter's the one I go Okay, to. Yeah, because I was like, he either goes to Starfighter or Cobra, and there's no way he goes to Cobra, because that's not his speed. What, what is that supposed to... Oh, because it's drinking? Yeah, it's no, because it's, it's, it's like, a loud club, and, it, like, everyone there would probably be way too fucking loud for your Yeah, days. I think it's more like, it's a club, but with... With a lot of classic arcade games. I literally just said I listened to Metallica and Megadeth. How is that... That loudness different. It's different because, like, in that case, you're there for the music, while in this case, you're like, I'm trying to play a fucking arcade game, guys. Yeah. I just don't like it because you actually have to get quarters to use the machines. Like, I like I like Starfighter because you actually just go there. Here's here's like ten bucks or like five ten bucks. Can't remember. If y'all are in Arizona, go. check out Starfighter and Cobra Arcade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing is Cobra Arcade's parking is ass. So. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. Maybe take an Uber there. <laughs> yeah, or, or like. Take the light rail, just, just avoid the homeless guys. It's part of the game. Exactly. That's, how, that's, that's half the fun, trying to get to the Cobra Arcade. If you jump over them, you get 500 points. It's pretty cool. Exactly. If And the, you actually, if you get five of them, you get a secret tape. If you jump all the over them. If you if you grind a, if you grind one of them, you get... <laughs> okay. I'm going to stop right now. Anyway, 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 Yusuke storms off, and Genkai's like, eh, let him, like, let him be. He's probably just secretly worried about Kuwabara. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the next scene jumps to Spirit World, and where we see um, George, he's, like, begging someone who we can't see not to go into the records room because it'll make Koenma really angry, and then Koenma will discipline him. You know, I actually went to a place called the record room yesterday. Oh, Cool. Is it a record store? Yeah, it is. God damn it. It's called the record room. I literally went there because I went to it's a record store yesterday. Was there so. a tiny baby shaped man who yelled at you? Actually, yes, I think there was. <laughs> but apparently he apparently I grabbed the last copy of Gorillas and he wasn't too happy with me. Oh shit. <laughs> so that someone turns out to be Kurama, who suspects that Kuwama knows who's actually the master mastermind behind the tunnel. Kuwama denies this, claiming that he would have told them and they, so they could stop him and all all that and Karama counters back saying that Kuwama's keeping a secret installing because he Kuwama doesn't know if Tinka guys can actually win against the mastermind and it goes back to human world. Oh wait real quick I, I like that he explains his reasoning in that like not only has been keeping secret but he's been both evasive and incredibly showing an incredible sense of urgency more yeah. than normal. Yeah. And like, so I like that he kind of pieces those together. I just like how to shoot him off. It's like, no, oh, forget that. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, gives that gives that, that that sassiness. Yeah. In the final shot of this part for the Spanish version, like Karama says, "Pero, 
Tengo razón. You know, just like, but I'm right, huh? Oh. Yeah. Throwing shade. Yeah. I mean, it's like kind of like he did catch, he caught Konma on his lie. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like he. I mean, I know that like Konma's been acting pretty suspicious. Um, so it's nice to see that someone actually called him out on it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's raining, and then we see Sensui talking with a yellow hooded dude, and they're talking about April showers, at least in the English version. It's appropriate because right now it's April, actually, but there is no rain. Right now, because we're in the desert. I was really worried that he would respond with May showers and then just walk out of straight. Uh, I mean, May flowers and just walk out of straight. It's like, what are you doing? You can't bless the rains down in Arizona, unfortunately. Yeah. That's sad. So, Senzui asks if this is a good time for the yellow dude, in which the hooded dude is like, yeah. It's good. And he drops his umbrella that he's holding. Apparently, he doesn't really need it. But Fuck the umbrella. Yeah, because we find out it's Seaman. He C-Man. loves the water. <laughs> he loves the water. He loves water dropping all over him. <laughs> in, the, in the Spanish version, he just says, I love walking in the rain. Oh, it's like really? one of the things he says in response. It's like, cool? Cue Linkin Park music. Yeah. <laughs> I want to run away, never say goodbye. I've become so numb, I can't feel you then. I mean, in the end, none of this even matters. Yes. Break stuff. Anyway. That's not it. That's not Linkin Park. He did it for the nookie. <laughs> Still not Linkin Park. I gotcha. Well, you gotta have faith. Also, God damn it. Anyways, so goes to break, comes back. Kubar and friends are get out of the concert, and they had an amazing time. And uh, everyone, you know, wants to do karaoke. They're all sliding through the water. Okay, have any of you ever done that? Yeah, I have. Like, on your fucking shirt? <laughs> no. Actually, I think as a kid I did. They fucking slide across the ground on their fucking shirt. I'm like, dude, I would die if I tried yeah, that. Yeah, it's just kind of like I get if it's snow but rain. Yeah. Like, I don't think yeah. the streets of Tokyo or wherever they're at are so like yeah, smooth enough to do you like it. do that you get like a bunch of needles in your stuff like oh jeez it's, <laughs> it's Mushiori shit. City come on we should look up how smooth the streets in Mushiori City are actually <laughs> is Mushiori City a real place or is it like I thought it was like one of those fictional cities I'm not sure cause like it could be one of those things where it's a fictional place but based directly hey, on a place in where is like, Mushiori City based directly on a place in like yeah. uh, Tokyo because like so in Jojo Bizarre Adventure there's a place where the fourth season of it takes place mm-hmm. that is not real but literally everything about it is a slightly misspelled version of where the guy the author grew up oh so there's actually a place called duong no fuck you so it's called it's called morio which means uh forest king mm-hmm. but uh, some chinese students who were translating the, it into english before there was an official translation read the characters literally as they would be in chinese which would make it duong oh, which yeah. also just means forest king what a beautiful duong chu yeah, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're having a great time, but then it's like suddenly it gets all creepy. Like there's creepy background music shows up. A street lamp, obviously, um, just um, like what's the word for it? it? Like it goes out. Um, and Kurbara's friend with the shaved head, whose name I forgot. I think it starts with a K, and it's really long. Um, he notices, like, the light go out, and he looks so, behind. He's and... a Kubo-type K, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. his name. <laughs> so he's like, huh, 
That's weird. Did they form to make like an Ultron esque monster? Yeah, they're the Voltron of Okubo. <laughs> they're the Voltron of Okubo. Okubotron. <laughs> I guess he'd be like the Lance out of that. <laughs> Are you doing the Backstreet Boys? No, there's the a Lance. Voltron character named oh, Lance. Oh, oh, oh my god. For a second, I was imagining a Lance of Longitude, except it's that guy, and they throw him into the moon. Oh no. <laughs> the Lance and Longinus. Yeah, goddammit. And he pulls him out of the moon when he needs him for his friend. So, the friend who turned around eventually gets captured by this water monster-looking thing. Um, and then they, I think they hear him scream or they just notice that he isn't following anymore. And he's like, hey dude, what's up? And then they turn around and they see he's basically, like, stuck in this water-looking monster. Like, I don't know how else to describe um, it. It's the like water monster is, like, humanoid-shaped and it's basically choke-holding, kind of, like, yeah. have, um, the friend, and it's, what does it remind me of? Have you guys seen, um, Predator? Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. know the active camo they have, where, like, you can vaguely see their outlines, but it's blur? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so when they get exposed to water in that, it distorts, and it becomes more obvious that they're there. These monsters look like active camo in water. Yeah, that would turn. It turns out they're just active camo and they're all predators. Oh, God shit. That means that's what a crossover. <laughs> so I just want to call something out. When when the monster first shows up, it shows up as like a hand, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that is a direct reference to a villain in JoJo who also controls water and stalks like the main group. Oh. And he, when he, it first shows up, it shows up as a hand that comes out of a jar and mm-hmm. instantly like kills someone who's like right there, just like slashes their face open. Ooh. Then doesn't he decapitate them? Yeah, he decapitates a dude and then he like takes that guy's like fucked up body and like brings it into the can and leaves it there. What? Yeah, so this is a this is a much nicer version yeah, of what they, happened in they, JoJo. Yeah, no one gets decapitated here. They just get like kind of frozen or not like they, they just get, get knocked out. One of them gets stabbed out. in the leg. Yeah. Dang, he doesn't play doesn't play doesn't play uh play for funsies. No. Not for funsies, just for Stabsies. Yeah, like, so, they notice, like, their friend is, like, isn't there, so, uh, the friend with, the tall friend with the brown hair turns around, and he almost gets stabbed by the water monster, but Kubara just stops it just in time with, like, his hand. What a badass. Initially no-selling it, like, yeah, whatever, and then he's like, oh, <laughs> Kind of like someone who's just like, yeah, I'll take this, and just like, Fuck! Are you okay? I'm fine. I'm good. Fine. That didn't hurt. Good. That didn't hurt. Fuck! You know the the kid the kid actually reminded me of Koichi a bit, especially in the school scenes. He was like an evil Koichi. Oh yeah, y'all need to. It's JoJo again. Sorry, I'm just like he's like this like kid that, that he's actually a good character that he's out with the main character. He's actually, Gohan. Yeah, that's about accurate. He's like, what if Gohan's power was Cell? <laughs> His stand is actually one of my favorites, just because it's named after, it's based off of my favorite band of all time, mm. which is his stand's name is Echoes after Pink Floyd. Nice. So, Seaman appears. In the basically, Seaman. Seaman. Welcome to the C-Man. money shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's singular, not plural. Sea <laughs> people. Sea people. Sea <laughs> people and me. My favorite Dreamcast game, Seaman. <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, that game, that game is... Game is something. If you if you guys haven't ever looked it up... I mean, if you guys don't know what this is, look this up. Spell it properly. It's S-E-A-M-A-N Dreamcast. <laughs> yeah. Do not look up anything that sounds like that. <laughs> Do not. And if you're British, you pretty much have to learn how to speak American. 
Dang. With a, well, American accent. Because oh yeah. If you do it with a British accent, the game doesn't recognize what you're saying. Oh. So you, uh, it's a voice controlled game. Huh. Gotta speak like speak like Americans. Like a like, yank. Hey, t- hey, seaman. How's about a pizza? <laughs> I'm walking here, seaman. Yeah. That's how you get it to run. So, so basically, seaman appears and he's holding basically Kuwabara's friend hostage and he claims that he knows Kuwabara lost his powers and that he's gonna kill him and he introduces himself as Kiyoshi Matari and like yeah and then it cuts back to the apartment Shizu's like freaking out because she's like asking where her brother is because all these bad vibes and everything she's totally right Yana and Kaito, they suggest that to, they should try to escort Kuwabara home, but Genkai tells them to stay because it's more dangerous if they split up and explore the city, and Kuwabara she, made his choice. Yeah, she's wow. like, yeah, he, he, Kuwabara made his choice not to be here, like, whatever happens, what happens. Besides, Yusuke is, like, very protective over Kuwabara, he actually didn't go to the arcade, he's actually, he's probably looking out for him, and Keiko's like, do you know Yusuke, though? <laughs> yeah, so two notes on this scene, um, when Shizuru is saying she's worried about him and that she had, like, a bad feeling, she then pulls out a cigarette to smoke. And then finds that she can't light it because it's wet at the end, which in like anime and stuff is actually a bad omen. So uh, in Japanese culture, it's like a bad omen if you can't light uh, light a cigarette. Oh, wow. um, and then in addition to that, uh, in the Spanish version at least, uh, when Keiko says, you know, the instead of saying like "How well do you know Yusuke?", she just says. What if he didn't go? Oh. So it's way less good of a line. But what if he didn't? So one thing I'm curious. I wonder if the original English dub that they had Shizuro still smoking. Yeah, they did. I gotcha. So there wasn't like a, a dubism where it's like, uh, oh man, I stepped on a crack. Yeah, because because <laughs> Yusuke, uh, because Yu Hakusho was like half shown on like Adult Swim and stuff, they'd let them slide with a bunch of stuff they wouldn't have let other shows get away yeah, with. Yeah, they didn't pour kids it and be like, she just really likes lollipops. <laughs> I'm eating a donut through my mouth that I'm lighting on fire. <laughs> it's a fire donut. You guys don't have those? So you <laughs> I didn't know it was a dosa donut option. What's up? No, nothing. Oh. I was making a oh, just, just, joke. Just full, full donut, full gasoline. Why don't I use this frying pan as a drying pan? <laughs> <laughs> so it goes to Yusuke, who is actually at the arcade, as suggested. He's uh, playing his sorrows away with a good old game. It says you're a Goblin King, but I think... Was it Goblin City? I, think I thought it's... it was Goblin... Oh, you're right. It was Goblin City. Goblin I don't know City. why I would know that name off the top of my head. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? I think the Goblin King is like a character. The character, in the yeah. Game. He's he's the enemy avatar. So we talked about this during the Maze Castle arc, but I'm pretty sure this game is also a reference to uh to Labyrinth, which uh-huh. Maze Castle was also based on. Hmm. So. so So is David Bowie gonna David Bowie kinda shows up later, we'll see. Oh sweet. Yeah, and these K just keeps on losing each frown that he plays, so he just keeps on getting more mad. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, every time he loses he has to lights that song Dance Magic Dance. Every time he loses, it's like, no, David Bowie, stop mocking me. Only he had a fushigi. Uh, so back to Kuwabara. His hand is fucking busted. Things aren't looking good. Seaman has been stalking him. Uh, so he says he was drawn to him for some reason, and he waited for just the right moment when he was without his superpowered friends to strike. Yeah, and then uh, Kuwara's, like, normal friends can't really believe, like, this is all happening, that the monster is real, and Matari gives him, like, a one-on-one demonstration about his territory works, so basically, 
Gross. There's a line right, later where I'm like, I can't believe you wrote that. Okay, so <laughs> he uses his blood to create a water monster. And the Re- more body fluid he uses, <laughs> the bigger the sea man. I hate you so much. I read that one and I was just like, you did this on purpose. I, 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 I'm I, just I, saying, what was the, I guess kind of was in the English, I don't know what you're talking you about. You know what, later on there's actually a scene where Kuwabara gets sucked into him and he's like, Oh man, it tastes like pineapple in here. <laughs> he must he must eat really well. Uh, no, an- another thing that's another thing. Just a reminder: in the Spanish version, this dude's name is Marino. So let's just go with. Atari or Seaman is like, "Hey, Kuba, do you like them big or small? Because I'm gonna kill you!" Right? Oh my god! Uh, anyway, He's talking about the I've monsters. He's talking about the monsters. So get out of your get your head out of the gutter. Anyway, is, is it, hey, does he call it when he stabs people edging, edging them? Oh my god! <laughs> Wow. Uh, so Kuwabara <laughs> calls him out for being like the doctor, which makes Seaman mad since he's got, like, quote-unquote legit reasons for wanting the world to end. Uh, it kind of goes into his backstory where he was apparently bullied. They never really explain why other than, I mean, I'm not trying to belittle this, but it might, it seems like it's just the trope of, like, he's a nerd. And he was, like, bullied for that. And basically, since we, like, took him under his wing, showed him the true nature of humanity, which is, like, to torture and be terrible and to lie and hurt others... And that humans are like a lost cause. And so, uh, you know, Seaman kind of became what people think of as like a school shooter, except it's Japan, so can't really get a gun. No, he so, just sticks some water he, monsters yeah, on people. Yeah, he's <laughs> a school water monster. I mean, that's what happens in Japan. You can't get a gun, you just like get stand powers. Yeah, <laughs> you have cool powers. And yeah, I mean, so I was talking about this with the others, sort of in our chat, where we mm-hmm. talk about, you know, setting up the show and stuff. And I was saying, like, it's interesting because, like, in some ways, the mundanity of it is cool in that it shows, like, hey, this videotape and, like, the things that it shows about humans are so powerful that it could cause someone who's had, like, a slightly bad background to have this fucking mental breakdown. But at the same time, it's also kind of lame because there are people in Japan who, like, actually have, like, major institutional problems, such as, like, the way women are treated is really bad. It would have been really cool if, like, Seaman, ironically, had been a woman. Or, Or if they had been from like a uh, you know background yeah, like where like they're disadvantaged like if he was like from a lower class yeah or... like they were like Burakumin yeah or or like Zainichi Koreans which are mm-hmm. like people who I don't know why I said that with a Spanish accent uh, <laughs> like which are like uh, Koreans who have lived in Japan for literally more than a hundred years but are not considered citizens mm-hmm. and like uh, and because they're actively discriminated against and not I'm, I was going to say quote unquote many of them joined the Yakuza but that's kind of racist what is actually true is a higher percentage of Zainichi Koreans join the Yakuza than of, like, r- random ethnically Japanese people mm-hmm. due to, like, various institutional boundaries and having less of a problem in the Yakuza, which is normally seen as a, like, highly conservative organization, but in some ways is more okay with other Asians joining it. Did you see that huh. one time that the, uh, it was like the Yakuza was joining a bunch of otakus to, I guess, go against the Japanese nationalists? That's oh, really wow. in- that's really interesting. Nationals? That's like that's so interesting. That's like in the U.S. where like fucking uh, uh, juggalos have recently been fighting Nazis. <laughs> it's like man, 
2019 is weird. Oh, yeah, wow. there's a really interesting article. There's like there's this giant protester. Uh, it was like this like keep Japanese Japan Japanese and a bunch of uh, a bunch of otakus were protesting and then yakuza were there protecting them or something like that or anti protesting. Wow. That's really interesting. Or like, no, it was retired yakuza's. There's like you know guys that are like out of it, but like tattooed all up and like you know the, like guys you don't want to mess with. And it's it's really cool. If you guys get a chance, you should uh, look that article up. I thought it was pretty interesting. That's right. That's really interesting. Huh? I'll look it up. So, yeah, Kuwabara is just, like, say, telling Seaman, like, just do let my friends go, and then we'll fight. And Seaman's like, hell no, I'm gonna kill all humans, starting with them and then you. And so the brown, one of the, their friends, the brown-haired one, I don't know, guys, hear the trope Leroy Jenkins? Oh, yeah, no, I know that one. Yeah, so he basically rushing in with no plan, and he... Wait, did you, did you say that right? Is it Leroy Jenkins? Yeah. Leroy, yeah, Leroy Jenkins! Jenkins. Yeah. I'm sorry, I just had to correct your pronunciation. Yeah, no, thank you for that. So he, like, jumps in and tries to save the Catherine, but he gets knocked out and captured. And then Okubo, the only one I remember, tries, <laughs> yeah, Okubo. tries to do the same thing, but he gets punched out and gets he gets fucked. captured. <laughs> and so it's basically only Kuwabara who's able to fight off these monsters. But the thing is, is that they're made out of water, so and it's raining, so they just keep on regenerating. Can we talk about how this episode effectively has the visual of Kuwabara punting a baby? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that thing is baby size. <laughs> and Kubara punted the shit out of it. It's, it's a demon, so it doesn't count. Yeah. I don't even know what those things are, because, okay, so I'm sort of confused about territory powers, because, like, Sniper is confirmed in all three versions to technically be able to generate demon energy that he puts around, like, the sniper bullets, like, because they said, like, it was encased yeah. with demon energy, and I was like, oh, maybe the English and Spanish version, they fucked up, and then I watched in Japanese, it's like, no, they definitely said demon energy. That's weird. So now I'm wondering if, like, so you know how these powers come from, like, the demon world opening up and yeah. humans using them? My thought was, like, oh, yeah, this must be some sort of, like, evolutionary adaptation humans had in ancient days that made people wizards in order to fight demons and stuff. So now I'm like, are they actually channeling demon energy and maybe that's how territory works? Like, maybe oh. it's, like, suddenly the demon energy that's pouring out mixes in with their normal, like, Exactly, Reiki? yeah. Mm-hmm. I want, And, like, that would explain why, like, none of these guys, with the exception of who doesn't have territory powers spoilers i mean they don't really they never treat that as a big surprise but since we doesn't have territory powers um all of them like are doing well and neither does it suki spoilers uh like all of them are doing things without having cool reiki abilities could be it hmm. i never thought about that before yeah uh, yeah yep so and is like See, man, you're just a big old bully yourself, preying on the weak, these non-fighters, which makes Seaman mad because he was he got bullied as a kid, and he's like, dude, I'm on the good team, and this is just a battle of convictions. I'm on a good team. I'm just trying to kill the entire yeah, human race, like, including myself. I'm the good team. Yeah. <laughs> team and all humans. <laughs> he's like, you know what you, you see as injustice is just getting even. It's a battle of convictions. Drop mic. <laughs> Sounds like Animal House gotta get even. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so basically the episode ends with Kuwabara looking like he's about to fight a losing battle. Mm-hmm. And that's it. What are you guys' thoughts? I thought it was a really, really interesting show. I kind of like the... kind of like, I can kind of see the motivation for it, and I kind of like the... You know, he's like, oh, everyone's gonna die, and they're all gonna die. And it's like, you know... Character's just kind of messed up, I guess. He's kind of... 
has that sense of rage and built up, you know, aggravation out of being bullied all the time. And this guy that shows him these fucked up things and making him motivate to, you know, join him and manipulate him using that, using his, I guess, fear and his, uh, mm-hmm. his issues he's had over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, um, because I was watching ton of cult stuff earlier, but it's like, that's the MO for cults. They take yeah. advantage of people who have, like, either really shitty lives or just impressionable overall, and they kind of feel like this whole propaganda, like, you, it's like the world, world against us. And they use that as a way to, like, manipulate people to basically do what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, I, did I bring up the, the ring on the last episode, or did I just talk with you guys about it? I actually don't remember. You just yeah. say it anyways. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I was, like, looking into the idea of, like, evil videotapes, because I was thinking, like, oh, man, this actually predates, like, the ring, the movie, for sure. Because the ring, the movie came out in, like... 97 maybe yeah and uh so i was like oh i wonder if this predates the manga it turns out it does which is interesting because of the idea of passing around this videotape that convinces people of things or like gets people killed obviously it doesn't work the same way because a little girl doesn't show about some shit and kill people (laughs) um but then i you know so i was kind of like coming up with this theory about like this idea of this being uh a statement on like the virality of ideas which Mm -hmm. to some degree it probably is because like why else would fucking spirit world put something onto a videotape as opposed to here's an orb we've had since time immemorial um but then i remembered oh wait i'm pretty sure the manga of the ring is actually based on a much older novel and so Mm -hmm. i looked it up and it's based on a novel from 91 so this videotape a videotape might actually be a reference to the ring rather than the other way around it makes me wonder since it's on tape i wonder if they had to convert it over to it was like on a film reel, like a 16 millimeter and they and they took it to like a place hey um can you convert the 16 millimeter to vhs for us so yeah i'm confused about this medium too because later there are definitely parts where they hint at stuff that probably happened during the dark ages and i'm like i know you didn't have a vhs then so like (laughs) i was imagining somebody filming with like those giant 90s film cameras yeah it's like oh keep going keep going a reenactment yeah oh my god yeah they're like oh so previously we used to record it on paper you know we used to draw sick drawings like, you know, like, record what happened. But then, like, as technology got better, we had to reenact those parts. Yeah. So it's just George dressed up as, like, you know, ancient barbarians. Yeah, you like, see, uh... like, the, in the side of the top is, like, this is a dramatic reenactment. It's Koenma decapitating a dude. Like, it's, it's like he just cuts to that guy watching it, and he's, like, getting all freaked out. He's like, horrible. horrible yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen Scary Movie 3? Yeah. Oh, man. Do you remember the, the newscast where they're like, yeah. oh, yeah. such disturbing images, and it's a dog humping yeah. another dog? <laughs> and aliens just walking yeah. by. Yeah, aliens just like, whoa. <laughs> no, I was actually thinking about that, like, a couple minutes ago. I was thinking about that videotape. It's like, imagine if, like, th- they figured it was fake when Corona put it in, and it turns out just to be Pootie Tang. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we thought we had put it, we thought we had returned Pootie Tang. Yeah. Turns out it was the ring. <laughs> Deep cut scary movie three references. Dude, dude, we are, my friend and I laughed so hard about that. We actually watched Pootie Tang. I've never seen. We love Pootie. Oh my god, fucking watched Pootie Tang. It's prob. My favorite part is is like a they're like a, he becomes a musical musical sensation and he makes a song called. He just moved his hands. That's all he did. No, no, that's the name of it. And it's like now hot new song from Pootie Tang called. He's still just moving his hands. <laughs> no, no, that's what it is. The, like, I'll show you the scene. No, later. I believe you, yeah. but I'm saying just so anyone... Who, yeah, okay. So, the Yu Hakusho, Show, your number one podcast for Pootie Tang fucking advocacy. <laughs> Scary Movie 3. <laughs> yes, anyways. 
Uh, let's move on. Uh, but I'm, I'm really glad this has given me a whole new to watch list. Episode 76, <laughs> Kubara, colon, Awakening. That's not Kubara, colon, Awakening. Colon it's, Awakening. That's, a, that's my favorite hentai. Uh, it's Kubara, grammatical orthographic colon, Awakening. AKA Kuwabara restored question mark exclamation point space a power awakened no space a space power space, space awakened and space awakened it's it just spawakened spawakened spawakening anyway what is going on in this episode so in this episode Kuwabara is struggling to keep up with Seaman's power <laughs> okay. god damn it and with- that, that's the colon awakening. <laughs> With great seaman's power comes great seaman responsibility. <laughs> better take responsibility. Anyway. 18 years of it. Kurama, Yusuke, and Genkai are nowhere to be seen. It appears that no one is coming to the rescue. Wow. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, no. Okay, Genkai's yelling at Yusuke for being a dimwit and actually going to the arcade instead of uh, looking for Kuwabara. Uh, okay, wait, so in Japanese, does she refer to him as, like, Baka, Aho, or, Baka, like... Aho. Oh, she says both? She says Baka, yeah, she's Oh, both. she says Baka? Okay. Baka, whatever. <laughs> so Yusuke is still mad about Kuwabara ditching them for a concert, and also doesn't think the bad guys will waste their time on Kuwabara since he lost his powers. And Genkai schools in saying, like, uh, Kuwabara's powers actually aren't lost, they just haven't awakened yet. Um, she's like, oh, maybe... His body somehow knew that all everything was going to go to shit, um, and way before anything actually happened. So it's been subconsciously preparing his powers to go under a transformation. Um, so it's like a puberty for psychics. Yeah. We it's, were all right, puberty. <laughs> it's it's really it's interesting because like Yuhak show this this is a kind of a thread that goes through to the show, but it's more obvious in the Japanese version than the English. But there's this idea that psychic powers imply a level of clairvoyance, like, in the ability to see the future, like, that, that this is much more obvious in the Japanese version during, like, the, like, stuff during the uh, Genkai tournament, like, they almost explicitly say it, so this is kind of the continuation of that, otherwise mm-hmm. it just seems like it came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so with knowing this, it basically puts a target on Kuwabara's back, um, and this use case like, oh, why the hell didn't you tell me earlier? And so he runs off to find Kuwabara, and Botan follows him. Um, we cut back to Kuwabara, and he's still really beat up. He's bleeding, but he's still standing. Um, Seaman is very confused about why Kuwabara isn't running away so he can save his own life, um, because if he tries saving his friends, he's gonna die. And Kuwabara's like... You can't bury honor. You can't bury honor. I can't fucking do it. Can't bury honor. <laughs> and uh, Kuvara starts to like, dude, just run away. If one of us has to live, it should be you. Uh, but Kuvara, he's a man of honor. He's a true ride or die friend. And he keeps on getting back up every time he gets beaten down. Because he's got the power of friendship, y'all. He's yeah. got the power of friendship with him. It's my little pony, guys. <laughs> it's my little pony. <laughs> Basically, this makes Seaman even more mad because he hates the power of friendship because he's all alone. He's like, friends are real. Friends are real. It's just a terrible concept that the man constructed. Y'all are phonies. It's me, Hayden Caulfield. You should should use the heart of the cards. The heart of the cards. I think I think the song is it is it right now where the song starts playing or is that in a bit? In a in a little bit. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So basically. 
Seaman gets like the monster thing to like basically like submerse, submerse all the in the water. Yeah, um, getting them to drown. And Guevara tries fighting back, but then also gets trapped into the water monster. Dumbass. And- <laughs> <laughs> that was a smart move. And That's so- pretty funny. I was like, dumbass. <laughs> he can't. Physically punch his way out. It's I, I don't know if you guys ever punched water. No, no, no. So they actually explain that it's a dimensional barrier no. and that it's just light crossing the dimensions. So, like, you can't get out because you're literally in another dimension. Mm. Damn, water world sounds yeah. awful. Yeah. <laughs> on multiple counts. Simeon yeah. then goes on this, like, bad guy monologue about how each water monster is part of his territory. And, like, kind of like the whole... Dimension thing. Kulbar can't escape un- unless Seaman's knocked out, but he can knock out Seaman unless he escapes and everything. And Kulbar tells Kulbar that if he begs to only save his own life and prove that he's a selfish little bitch <laughs> like all humans, maybe he'll spare him. Maybe. And then, just maybe. Just maybe. And then Kulbar's like, he still keeps on punching, um, he's not giving up, and um, it suddenly cuts to Seaman's face, and then suddenly there's like a little cut on his cheek, but what is it? And it turns out that he's actually cut by Kuovara's powers, and you it goes back to Kuovara punching, and like basically it starts like... His... He has the sharp punches. Yeah. The, the music starts playing, I'm pretty sure it's, uh, is it Tatake no Hate, I think? The song that plays whenever they do fucking training in the fourth season. <laughs> you know, I actually thought for a second when he got cut that it was like Hiei coming in to save him. Oh, yeah. That would have been cool, but it's not at all what happened. No. Sure. Well, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, Hiei is here. Oh, I guess it's not. Never mind. No, it's this good old Kuwahara. Um, so you mean Kuwahara? Kuwahara. <laughs> so Kuwahara's powers are back and they're better than ever. Um, Seaman is shook. He doesn't re- now. He's starting to realize that um, Kuwahara may be the psychic that Sensei is- was talking about. So, so did you say that he was shook, but Kuwahara became woke? Yes. Became woke. Okay. Became woke. His, yeah, his powers became woke. Yeah, woke. You guys know the galaxy brain meme. I kind of want that, but with the fucking like I, with the water monsters. Yes. <laughs> and it's just one of them exploding. Yeah, like basically Matari at the end. He's like the. Yeah. Oh man, I wish one of us was good at making like meme images because that'd be perfect. I mean, I, I can. I have photo, I done photo, do I it. Photoshop. Do one. it. I don't want Hannah to do it because then it'll be good. We need it to be bad. <laughs> Dude, been, so maybe I should do it. Honestly, I've been doing Photoshop for like 12, like thirteen years. Oh so fuck. I, okay, you're you're too, too good, good too. Yeah, I'm way too good. Yeah. So he realizes like Kubara can actually cut through speedo space and dimensions, meaning like he's the one that they need to. <laughs> To cut the high barrier. You, say? you said, so you said, you said speedo space. <laughs> <laughs> speedo space. I'm just not very good at no, enunciating. No. I'm just more, I, I'm super down with it. I was just more like, what are you thinking about? <laughs> Hashtag speedo, speedo space. space. <laughs> it's water. Why are you wearing speedo? Anyway, uh, he, he literally says in the English of like, I'm not ready for this. No, <laughs> he was not prepared. He was not prepared for this. So basically, Kulavar's cool spirit sword returns, and it lets out a huge amount of energy that catches Yusuke and Botan's attention.
Nation, and it cuts through Seaman's territory and slashes him across the chest, knocking him out. Mom- <laughs> what is it? I think so. I was gonna no, say... it, did, it did, but this should have killed him. Yeah, yeah. should have killed him. I was gonna, I was gonna try and put something to all like, oh, the the sword impaled through the monster. I'm like, but it technically didn't. The monster just like literally disappeared. Dis- like, yeah, yeah, it disappears after Matari gets like cut down, basically. Yeah, and... th- he didn't look like he was gonna die though. I mean, it's just like it looks superficial the way it was cut. Yeah, yeah maybe maybe I'm misremembering it. Just whenever I see a chest cut, I'm like, you're dead. Like... I, I don't I don't think that's how it works, Joe. Tis a flesh wound. Like, <laughs> and because if you see before you saw when he got cut, it was like it was like lightly that's cut. Yeah, it was like for Gino. So it's probably like superficial, like you know, like. Like, yeah. down, like, maybe, like, a, la- a layer. So, I'm gonna be real. I was washing dishes while watching this episode. Did and they I actually show the sword or not? They, they showed a slash. Oh, yeah. they showed... But did they show its, like, shape? How it kind of looks like the fucking flame swordsman from Yu-Gi-Oh's yeah. sword? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Flame swordsman! <laughs> so, Seaman, like, looks up and he sees Kobar approaching him and thinks that Kobar is gonna finish him off. And even... Kobar says... He wants nothing more than to do that and want, and would love to kill him, but he's like, not going to do that because Kovar is a good guy, decides to save him and carries him along with his three other friends all by himself. Dude, he carried his team quite literally. Yeah. Literally. He hard, he hard carried <laughs> yeah. his Literally and metaphorical. <laughs> I feel bad for whoever got dragged across the ground, but I guess those dudes were also sliding across the ground, so he's like, this is the natural continuation of this phenomena. That's he true. Did, he did just like toss him across the ground like bowling, like, you know, like... <laughs> no, one of them would have fallen into a ditch. He's like, fuck, no, 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 no. Yeah, I wonder it's like out of all the people to drag on the drag on the ground, wouldn't it be um, the sea sea man? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah, he's like the smallest one, and like, yeah. he's like, I don't care if you get fucked up. I mean, I'm gonna save your life, but fuck you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cool. That means Kumar is like uh, probably a less petty person than I would be. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, sea man is like super confused, asking why he would even help him. And in the English version, Kulbara says, when men are do what they're supposed to do, it's not always about what they want. Wow. Kulbara yeah. for best boy. Yeah. He's the best boy. Best boy. <laughs> best man. Best man. 14-year-old At man. At Yusuke's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Yusuke marrying? Who knows? The mask fighter. The mask fighter? <laughs> Ooh. Okay. <laughs> And so it cuts to like Votan and and Yusuke looking. Um, they basically go back to the apartment, um, following the energy, and they find Kubara and like basically his posse plus Seaman just lying on the ground, um, back at the apartment entrance. I'm just laughing at the phrase posse plus Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like yeah, an mm-hmm. album. Yeah, it's an album. Yep. <laughs> but no, I I, I always thought it'd be funny if you like usually always be like that pit was sick. <laughs> he's, he's like, what the hell just happened? And he asked Kumar like, what was that energy? Kumar's like, I saved them all, Yurameshi, by myself. And then he passes out, not like, explaining anything else. He's like, damn, that must have been one awesome concert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, I guess without the extra information, you would think, like, man, you got fucked up there. <laughs> to be fair, if it was, like, a Pantera pet, they would be, like, completely... That would make sense. So, back to Sensui's cave in Afghanistan. <laughs> 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 he's, 
He's just there hanging out with Sniper, and they're talking about what they want to do tonight. The same thing they do every night, opening the demon tunnel, <laughs> trying to destroy the world. There's Sniper and Sinsweet. There's Sniper and Sinsweet. One gonna... is a teenager, the other's 27. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and now that they finally found their dimension slicing boy, aka Kuvara, Sniper, they're ready to move on to the next part of their plan. And to do so, Sniper brings Gourmet, the other psychic. Oh, they're eating. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since we basically tells older Tagoro that they finally need his help, and Tagoro is like in a fish tank, and he's literally still ahead in and one like, arm. When, in one arm, he's like, "Brother, it's feeding time." <laughs> he's like, "Brother, he's, brother, what is my like, oh, Mister Sensory?" Oh yeah, he's, <laughs> like, the, he's the gurgle voice because he's underwater. <laughs> and he's like, wait, 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 just... wait, let me try this. Okay, let me get into my fucking to elder Tagoro voice, mm, brother. Okay, so just a second. That's not good. <laughs> He's like, you just give me more time to uh, collect you got myself. Water all over my microphone. That's fucked up. That's a lie. It's like covered. And so he he's like, yeah, just give me give me more time to like gather myself. But he doesn't get (laughs) that. Like literally, like literally, literally regenerate. Um, but he doesn't get that because Gourmet just like literally sticks his hand in the tank and eats him whole. Jeez. Yeah. I, I guess they did have something to eat. Yeah. So, uh, I guess, like, Patrick, you've never seen this. Were you just like, what the fuck? I was, I was like, I was like, yummy. They <laughs> are just like, is this, he finally fucking dies it's by being eaten? No, I, I, I kind of have a feeling he's gonna come back because I saw, I saw posters. Fuck. Yeah. I, Spoilers. He finally <laughs> fucking dies? <laughs> Lol, no. <laughs> so... We're back at the apartment. It's like the morning after, and Simeon wakes up all bandaged and alive. Karama used Kankeiko, Shizuru, and Pooh greet him good morning. Not like, good morning, how are you? <laughs> more like, it's more like, Ohio. <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> My favorite state. Ohio, Ohio State University, go. Woo. <laughs> Yusuke fills him in on how Kobara saved his life and that Kobara is also in the room. That's, oh. that's my favorite thing. He cuts to him. He's like in his underwear. Like, like ah. Yeah, it's like, I was like, why is Kobara sleeping on the floor? But they give the bed to like the bad guy. Kobara's really, really courteous. I think that's really it. <laughs> that's like how everyone's in there and like, in like, Cool bars, like half naked, half naked on the thing, and it's like with nothing on. It's like okay. I mean, this is how I I do sleepovers. <laughs> I give bleeding people my bed. Yes. Cool bars. Friends are luckily alive, and they filled the best the gang about the fight, and then Karama erases their memories afterwards. Was that necessary? Yeah, These he, dudes literally know that Kuwabara is a like legitimate psychic. Yeah. Why do they need to do this? Because Karama's like roofing people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He kind of has a he, he has, has a, a problem. He has a little roofy thing going on. You know, it's like was that necessary? No, I just want to. I just want to see if I could do it. Yeah, yeah. I've been testing new plants, and I needed some test subjects. It's like hard to ask animals whether they remember things, so it had to be humans. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. you want to try, you you want some of the drink you skip? <laughs> Have some milk. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Yusuke's like, dude, you better start talking because Kuovar saved your life and you owe him. 
Um, so they're just basically grilling him on the psychic's plans and motivations. Um, Seaman just looks like very troubled, like he's not seeing anything. Um, and when he does, he's like, yeah, I saw some really bad shit, dude. And that made him think like, all humans have to die. Like we deserve to die. And he alludes to what is called, what he calls ch the chapter black tape which shows the worst of the worst of humanity and basically everything that they've done awful since humanity's existence. So can we point out that Sensory literally showed him like shock videos? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, oh, hey, check out this video, it's called Be Me, Be Me Pain Olympics. Oh my god. <laughs> it feels like, um, so this is kind of like before like social media was a thing, but when forums were bigger, it's like when someone like, goes to a white power forum and then falls into being a racist by just being like, hey, did you see this video of a black guy fighting a white guy? Guess what? That's bad. And then it's just like, oh. And so, like, it just feels like this dude's, like, the weirdest, like, internet terrorist, but this is before the internet. Yeah. I mean, they had, like, a bunch of snuff films back then. Oh, yeah. But yeah. It, was harder, it was harder to disseminate that stuff. And, like, you had to seek it out as opposed to just being, like, sort of exposed to it. I just imagine, like, Cincy, like, in a dark alley, be like, hey, kid, you want to watch a video? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to come back to my place and watch some tapes? My, my boyfriend will be there, and he's, I don't know, making ramen or something. You ever see Cannibal Holocaust? Well, I got something better than that. Something more than that. <laughs> well, you, you, not only have you seen Cannibal Holocaust, but after this video, you will have seen the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so I, I was talking about with, the, uh, with these guys before the episode was uh, recording, and we were talking about the sort of content of what they say is on these tapes in the different versions. In the Japanese version, it seems very much like they're hinting at, like, Hey man, Japan did some terrible stuff during World War II and that's on here. While in the US version it felt more like, Hey man, Nazis were a thing. Also Japan, but Nazis. And like, oh. uh, me and Patrick were talking about it, how like, the artist's intent would be more about the Japanese thing. It's kind of like a roundabout way of discussing like Japanese like war atrocities. But um, I, I was bringing up the idea that like, I think the mention of like Holocaust type imagery is for the sake of like, localizing it for U.S. audiences mm -hmm. because a lot of people in the U.S. straight up do not know the terrible stuff Japan did during World War II because yeah. Japan, as much as, like, they got much worse sanctions put on them after World War II than Germany did, it is less public what stuff they did compared to Germany. Exactly. We yeah. just had, like, maybe in our history books two pages max about their war crimes I mean, that's better than Japanese history books now, but... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Shinzo Abe, am I right? <laughs> yeah. But, regardless, it yeah. was... Yeah. If you, want, if you want a good anime that sort of goes into a lot of that, like, J Japanese, like, I guess the, that heart, the, I guess the, the dark culture of it, you should watch uh, Dororo. Yeah, I've, not, oh, I've never seen it. That's really good. good. It's basically Feudal Japan. It's, it's basically... Like, you know, like, cutthroat, like, people murdering people because they're accusing of spying, comfort woman, things of that nature. Oh, that, wow. It's really interesting. If you guys, if you guys want to watch, get into that, it's a really good series called Dororo. Okay. It was, an, it was a manga from, like, the 1960s, but oh, it's still wow. super relevant and good today. Huh. Yeah, I'd be interested. Um, so, like, on, on the case of this videotape, I like that they, they talk about, like, it being across, like, the entirety of human history. Obviously, there's some World War II stuff here for mm -hmm. a number of reasons. But um, I think they also bring in stuff where it's like, that clearly happened in the Dark Ages. You know, like the stuff about, like, trampling the bodies with horses. It's like, the latest that could have occurred would be, like, 1914. 
You know, so it's like, yeah, this was probably some like Highlander shit. It's like part of this is actually just reenactments of Highlander and just like shit like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, they never made that clear if it was actually like the footage of that or it was just. Uh, I think it's actually the footage. Yeah. It's just like I wish it wasn't a videotape. I wish it was either like like some sort of magical item that projected into your mind yeah. or like an orb. Well, what or... if what if the what if the spirit world was trying to you know get with the times? Yeah, it's and a, it's like a, trying to you know catch up with human technology and yeah, like, I guess this is the one thing that we're definitely going to make possible for humans to view by converting <laughs> it to VHS. It's like they go into one of those VHS conversion stores. Hey, can you can you put this footage from this orb onto this VHS? Yeah, it's like a thousand it's, something. It's like a million hours of like snuff films. But I need you to not watch the footage. Just do it. Yeah. Just just do just do it with your eyes closed. Uh, and can you maybe fi- plug your ears too? Yeah. Uh, how long how long does a DV uh, VHS last? I need I need to let at least. Uh, uh, Eleven thousand hours on here. Do you do you understand ancient Akkadian? Because if you don't, that'd actually be good. Because I don't want you hearing what they're saying there. It's pretty racist. <laughs> yeah. So after watching the videotape, Bintari thinks that you know humans really are a lost cause, and that everyone, including himself, should die, even if it means having demons taking over the world. Um, but. He's like, dude, what about Kuvara? That idiot just saved your life because he saw that in your eyes you were secretly crying for help. Dang. That was like deep. I was like, damn, that's sad. But then it is followed by some terrible voice acting. (laughs) She-Man's voice actor sucks. Well, I mean, that's why you watch the superior Japanese dub of it. Is he like a... I feel like it's also the voice that they chose. Yeah, whiny. Yeah. Oh! (laughs) I'm sorry! Yes. He does break down and actually starts crying. Yeah, he... You can tell he's really traumatized by not only his experiences with being bullied, but like what he saw on the tapes. Yeah, and... he probably shouldn't have watched that. Yeah. <laughs> no. He feels like he's the one who did all those evil things and feels like he needs to make it up by for something but doesn't know what he's really done. All that self projecting oh, in man, there's a really lot of symbolism. There's a lot of symbolism in this thing. Like having to, like especially when he said I have to forgive me something that I haven't done. Mm-hmm. And like it makes it it makes you think about it because like I mean like then I mean, back then, even though a lot of people did bad things like that, I mean, the people of today have no, should not have a, I guess, responsibility for what's done, in a way. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. I I got mixed feelings on that. Just because, like, it's, like, not responsible, but if people still benefit from those actions, then it's kind of more of a muddled picture. Because I hear, Mm -hmm. like, not being responsible often as, like, an argument for, like, not addressing societal issues. Because it's like, that was our grandparents or whatever. It's like... Well, yes, and therefore you're not responsible for it, but that doesn't mean that it didn't perpetuate a system that like ended up advantaging certain yeah. people and other and disadvantaging I mean, others. I mean, that, I mean, I'm more towards more towards him as punishment, as in he needs to die. Oh yeah, of no one, yeah. no one needs to be punished. That, yeah. That's that's yeah. what I. Meant. I just want to. Yeah. I, I was like, I'm pretty sure I understand what you're saying, and I'd like to just like clarify it for listeners. Yeah, yeah no, don't. Yeah, that's uh, in in it kind of the way that it was like. It's, the way that his frame, like how he was feeling, kind of just reminded me of like a lot, kind of like survivors of cults and how they feel and how they feel trapped in like this mentality and what they and when they go against anything that's taught in like that um, 
in those mm-hmm. like dogma or whatever it's called, they have that guilt and they don't understand why they have it, but it traps them and makes them feel like shit basically. Yeah. And so I don't know. Seaman's basically he comes off as a cult survivor to me. No, they're actually speaking of cults. Nexium, you know, um, the one with Alice and Mac from um, Smallville. Smallville. She was. One of the I've heard about this, high but I really don't know much. I, I know that there was like some sex slavery that was going there on. There was, in it. and one part of it was they would make women watch snuff films oh, of Christ. women being tortured, Jesus. and so it was. The scene is really relevant, and they felt trapped. And like after viewing it, they were praised about being strong about watching it, which I'm sure that's what Sensei did. Similar to Matari. And so I'm thinking, like, you guys know about, like, Pizzagate and stuff, right? Pizzagate? Uh, how, what? No, no, no. Hear me out. <laughs> so Pizzagate is this insane conspiracy theory that Hillary Clinton had, like, this, like, fucking, oh, like, I thought, I thought forced sex slavery ring in the bottom of a Pizza Hut. What? Like, yeah, no, I mean, that's a massive oversimplification. <laughs> a lot of people believe that, but it pisses me off that people believe that when this was real and happened, uh, like, elsewise. Yeah. Yeah, it's just people, a lot of people just like to, I guess, I don't know. It's like, guys, sure something like that. that was happening and it had nothing to do with the people you thought it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I don't know. We, we can get into all these conspiracy theories things. I, 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 I mean, this this season's I, I, kind of about conspiracy yeah. theories. I, I have like three hours of conspiracy th- conspiracy theorists rants on 9-11, but that's a... Uh... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, no, ranting against them. I, okay. I hate conspiracy theorists with a passion. Yeah. At least yeah. the 9-11 ones, because it's like... It's like they they like a lot of them like joke about like the people dying and it's yeah. like it demoralized like yeah no I'm not okay with that like how about you shut your fucking mouth please? yeah I agree but yeah. so Yusuke and Karama leave um, Atari alone to let him kind of like you know process and deal with things and they go out to the balcony they talk about Chapter Black and how it's really bad that the enemy has this. Um, Kubara, um, Kurama talks about how he confronted Koenima about knowing the identity of the mastermind behind the tunnel. Um, Yusuke is understandably shocked and um, he basically phones Koenma using his like handy dandy little monitor thingy and he's like earth the toddler bitch you better tell me what's oh, going on <laughs> you know I, I kind of like it as it's like I imagine like a, the 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 uh, Facebook the the I, I chat the video chat yeah but it's like it's like there's a motor he's <laughs> to get it like to go and you chat him but no, that's really cool that something that, that looks futuristic then is possible now. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I always love watching these old TV shows, like stuff that's like, oh man, look at this magical device that could get all the information in one click or in like, a couple clicks yeah. on a phone. Or something. Spirit World discovered FaceTime before <laughs> Facebook for Apple did. I wonder if they, have de- if they have Demon World book. Oh yeah. It's like Koema just like blocks Yusuke because of the, him saying that. Yeah. Being like this hater reports him. He gets Facebook banned. No. He gets zucked. 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 He gets Koenma. Koenma explains that he wasn't totally sure about who it was until the mention of the tapes because only one person could have that because they happened to disappear ten years ago along with the tapes. The man's name is Shinobu Sensui. Which, what does it mean? I think his name, like, literally means something water hermit. Oh. Okay. You know, Sensui is a really good turntable. They make really good turntables. The company Sensui. Is that Sensui or Sansui? I think it might be Sansui. 
Yeah. Say in. But yeah, I, I appreciate it. Sorry, I thought it was. No worries, no worries. Yes, I'm pretty sure Sen is Hermit and Sui is Water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I need a I need to get a Sansui turntable. Sen's like God's level. I'm good. So here's Sorry. where <laughs> no no worries no worries here's where this season turns out to just be apocalypse now. Since we was the spirit detective before Yusuke. Ooh. Had a strong sense of right and wrong, eventually asking Quenma if humans were even really worth saving. Went rogue ten years ago and disappeared with the tapes. It's like, these are sick tapes, I'm gonna take them with me, cool. Alright. He, he left Pootie Tang though, don't worry. <laughs> oh my god. I can imagine he... Did he or did he relabel it? <laughs> he relabel... I imagine he's like, it's, it's like demon tapes, it's just like, it's like, it's like a, a, like a, um, like a piece of tape written across with Pootie Tang in Japanese. It's in Kana, though. No, no, no. Tangu. No, no, he put, the, he, he removed the Pootie Tang and put, like, a tape that says, evil demon tape, do not watch. Whatever it says on there. Yeah. He, like, turns it on, it's like, huh, I didn't know Chris Rock was in the demon tapes. Uh, Kalama is, like, um, he doesn't understand why since he's suddenly, just starting to reappear now, and that he tells Yusuke that he's gonna head off to human world, um, Yusuke gets all fired up, and, and he's not gonna get, let an idiot like me, in the, which he says in the English dub, be the end of the world, and the episode ends to, Ends with sen- like a shot sensei. I think he's on a roof or something. He's always on a roof. He's, a, he's, he's always on a roof, on a roof or in a cave. He's never on street level. <laughs> At least he's he's badass doing. It. He's just like on a roof, being like a badass. <laughs> and he's like monologuing his head. He's like Konma, I gave you your chance to find my replacement. Now we'll really settle the question whether humans deserve to live or die. Dun, dun, dun. And the episode ends. Yeah, what did you guys think? I thought it was kind of funny. He's just sitting on the rooftop watching. He's like, oh, we're just waiting for you guys to finish up. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very much like that fucking meme of like watching the anime protagonist get stronger. Yeah. <laughs> How did they find them? That's my question. We'll see. Uh, we'll find out on the next episode of <laughs> Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> Episode 77, Sensui's Fall, in Japanese version, The Dark Past of the Spirit Realm Detective. Yusuke learns the dark secret behind Sensui's traumatic fall from Spirit Detective to the one who would wipe out all of humanity. After hearing the truth, Yurameshi begins his quest to defeat the fallen Spirit Detective once and for all. So the episode begins with everyone being shocked about Sensui being a former spirit detective. Like Yusuke even accuses Botan, and Botan's like, I don't know, I've been like a Grim Reapering both back then and whatnot. And back in the spirit world, we see like George groveling, like asking Koama to not leave the spirit world because King Enma forbade him to, or else he'll get like 100 spankings. And but Koama's like, no, I feel responsible for this. Feel fears like about the human public watching the chapter black tape in case it ever got leaked. And the English dub is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like uh, Julian Assange, basically. Yeah. <laughs> George is like, but George wants you wants to come with you. And Gwen was like, George stands out in the human world like a heifer in a beauty pageant. Ouch. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, and then he, he puts on, like, a trench coat and some, like, wrapping around his face and a hat. And he says, how about no? Can't tell who I am. And Quen was like, now you look like you're going to flash someone. <laughs> He's totally looking like the Invisible Man. Though. He was, yeah. yeah. 
So back at Yusuke's apartment, um, Shuzu um, fixes up Mentari's bandages, and but they just run out. So Keiko plans to run to the pharmacy to get more. Um, the gang starts grilling Hot Koenma. Wait, what? Oh, oh, he's tall Koenma. Okay. Yeah, he's I was like, like, he's a dull Koenma. Hot Koenma. Hot Koenma. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> this is my notes. <laughs> About Sensui. Um, so Sensui was apparently this prodigy child who was able to sense and draw in and destroy apparitions since he was a little kid. Um, like, it, what if Yusuke and Kuwabara were one dude in terms of their spirit sense and power and were as strong as Yusuke is now when he was a child? Yeah, basically... <laughs> And it shows a flashback to uh, high school age Sensei beheading a huge demon in a dark alley and crushing its detached head into smoke. It's like, I knew it, the demon was full of smoke all along. <laughs> the real demon was smoking. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it just, it just like, don't smoke kids. <laughs> it's like you see it at truth.org. And yeah. like, oh, <laughs> I'll do that, I'll do a Photoshop of that. Truth.org. <laughs> Yeah, so he talked about how Sensei's world was black and white, and then he saw gray. Too much smoke. Too much, <laughs> too much smoke. Truth.org, don't smoke kids. You can lose your voice. Yes. You can sound like a robot. <laughs> and, don't smoke. Don't smoke. <laughs> Basically, um, what happened was Koema ordered Sensui to seal up the tunnel between the human world and the demon world. Sounds a bit familiar, right? Basically, what's happening right now. But there are some differences. Back then, the hole was only 10 meters wide. There was no threat of it expanding. And it apparently took eight of the strongest psychics to maintain it. But it was all a trap by our favorite club, the Black Black Club. Wait, so it was a trap for, like, the demons, though. Yeah, it was a like, trap for the demons. Basically, get them to come to human world, but because the only ones you could get through were, like, C or D class, they were able to, like, capture mm-hmm. them using physical methods and then, like, enslave them. Yeah, and they're bas- basically... Next is, like, a bunch of montages of, I like to say, demon trafficking. You guys kind of get an idea of what that would imply. Do they... Is it in this shot or a future one where they show that some of them were probably sex slaves? It's a mix. In the this footage, it's definitely them being traded. Like, actual that part. Yeah, there's ones where... There's, I forget if it's now or later where they show female ones who are clearly mm-hmm. undressed and, like... Oh, yeah. God. That'll oh, be God. in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and they find out that, like, Sakyo was starting this since... Yusuke was getting kicked out of kindergarten. <laughs> hey, yeah, so how old is Sakyo? It just said he was in, when he was in kindergarten in the Japanese one. Yeah, I, wow. I like the I like the English one better. <laughs> when I was getting kicked out of kindergarten. <laughs> so this would make probably Sakyo. Let's say Sakyo started this pretty young. Let's say twenty two, right out of college. <laughs> that was, I don't. I don't think this dude went to college. So I'm gonna say at eighteen. Okay. Well, Eight, he, he had an internship in Demon World. Yeah. <laughs> So Yuse K is now fourteen. I wonder, and... I wonder how you get an internship in the Black Black Club. It's like, oh yeah, does he? He just put you his resume to... on LinkedIn. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, I see you disassemble pets. <laughs> you might fit in well here. Gotcha. It's like he just gets coffee for them. Here you go, Mister D- Mister Black 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 uh, Leader Man. God, who the fuck was uh, Tarukane? He's Tarukine. like, oh, here's some coffee, Mister Tarukane. Thank you. You'll go far in this organization. <laughs> you won't die you. well. <laughs> One day, someone will kick your head off really hard. 
So basically, um, Sensui and Itsuki were planning to stop a particular demon trade deal from happening that night. But when they like, came, like barged into the room, they saw something even worse. And this is what you were talking about, Joe. Yeah, but I wasn't sure if the female demons one is here or in another flashback. There wasn't any female demons. It, it might be another flashback. It might be another one. The, the thing is that they said the debauchery or like, uh, or like, was mm-hmm. it, um... An orgy of evil, but it's like yeah. all it showed was demons going to gears, demons getting cut into pieces. I mean, they, I guess the humans were naked, but it's like they were naked. The, the one, they're <laughs> not jacking off in a pool of blood. Uh, the, the one thing I sea thought, man. <laughs> the one thing I thought was funny was uh, one of them looked like looked like older Tagoro, and I just imagined like, mm, pass the loop, brother. <laughs> oh. No. oh. oh. God, it was that. That was like awful. It was like I was like, "Geez, why would they have gears and put like demons into them?" I mean, oh, no. they're like, "Have you played Castlevania? I've been playing this recent NES game, and I really want to get revenge on these demons for fucking <laughs> what they did to me here." Imagine if their role, their role playing was dressing up as like Victor Belmont and just whipping. They just like throwing axes and stuff and stakes. Like, jeez. There's a big note here that says humans are the worst. TM. It's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty awful people. We can be pretty awful. And then, so Sensei, like, enraged, basically slaughter every human there. And uh, they show us, like, a shot of him covered in blood. And he's like, uh, we're late, Itsuki. There aren't any humans when I came through the door. Not a single soul. And it's like, either he's just setting up, like, a story, or he's just, I don't know. It's like a, I think, kind of like um a cover-up, because he's uh, like, yeah. I don't even think so. Like, I think there's that aspect to it, but I think there's another aspect, which is he's saying, like, you know, for him, humans are people who are just versus oh. demons who are unjust, and he's saying, turns out there are no humans. Neither demons nor humans are what I thought humans were. Oh, wow. That's, I like there's that interpretation. Zool. That's deep. Yeah. So, basically, after seeing this, he now it makes sense why Sensei wants to kill all the humans as atonement for their sin, for being terrible, and goes back to Yusuke, and he's like, well, this is why you half-ass everything. You know, I, <laughs> don't they kind of say, like, seriously. we picked you because you half-assed it. It's good. <laughs> it's I want to kind of go back to it, but who was that girl that was with so- Sakio? Or Sensui. Oh, no, that's Itsuki. Itsuki. Who's Itsuki? Itsuki's the psychic in the boat, gatekeeper. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, for the record, in both appearances, he is wearing, like, feudal Japanese clothes. Mm-hmm. Like, gives you some in- instinct, like, hey, maybe there's something about this guy that he's not what you think he is. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but that he is maybe not the age you think he is. Because, like, he's clearly wearing medieval clothes. Yeah. He could just be a cosplayer. No. <laughs> he's, he's real into it. <laughs> he, he just got he just got back from a convention. It's like you, uh, it's like it's like uh, it's like censor. We need you to investigate this. But I'm at the I'm at Otacon right now. But you've got to do it. <laughs> so I like that in the flashback shot, Itsuki is clearly maybe not the age we think he is based on his clothes and stuff, but looks very young and vibrant in terms of his attitude. Like, it's mm-hmm. clear he's, like, focused on a mission. And now Itsuki just looks tired and kind of pissed off at all times. Yeah. that raw vegan diet. Raw vegan diet. There's that, and, like, I think maybe what's happening is taking a toll on his, on his soul. Yeah. When I saw that right. video, it probably just changed him as a person. Mm-hmm. Nah, he was probably like, yeah, and it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 
and basically all of a sudden everyone senses something and uh oh there's a wild sniper in Sensui just chilling at the rooftop near at the nearby building. And there's a break. Imagine like after all that fucked up shit it just shows that chewy thing. In the middle of Chatter Black. It's like it's like in the middle of that demon slaughter thing, it just cuts to that. Little chibis. Basically, she was um, a Hitler. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we get back to break, no. <laughs> and um, we get to back to break, and and Sniper basically almost turns Atari into Swiss cheese um, because he starts like uh, shooting some dice at him. I guess you um, can say he rolled the nat twenty. What? <laughs> Go die. <laughs> so, okay, for those who don't get that, that's a D&D thing where you get a critical oh. hit if you, like, roll a 20 on a 20-sided dice. Actually, I think he just rolled a nat 1 because he missed all of them, so. <laughs> I mean, that's, no, he rolled a nat 20 for damage, but then the other accuracy. guys are, yeah, for accuracy, but, like, damage zero. Backwards, backwards, you get the idea. Yeah, yeah, so, Vakuar is able to save Atari again in the nick of time, um, so... Apparently, Mutari has been bugged this entire time. You'd think he'd noticed that. It was tiny. I think by the 90s you were getting, like, small radio transmitter bugs. Was it, like, (laughs) was the mic in his, like... Yeah, and it was, like, the size of, like, my thumbnail. It's it's like, alright, before you go on the mission, I need you to have this giant device and put it on your back and then put this thing in your pocket. Why? It's... It's demon. It's shit. Just demon. wear it. Just do it. It's like quality assurance of your performance. It's the plan. <laughs> it's the plan. Oh, he's like, oh, if it's the plan, that's okay. Okay, Mr. Sensei. It's like, I wonder why I wanted to make this giant backpack with power in it. Oh, this is why you offered me that umbrella, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically we just know that since he's like cold as hell, he was actually counting on Atari to be weak and eventually betray him. Um, and is now like, okay, now that you've done what I expected you to do, you can go die now. Um, so everyone is kind of like scattered throughout the room because they're afraid of getting shot again. Um, and Yusuke runs downstairs so he can like confront them. No, no, no. actually, oh, oh. it starts off with everyone kind of trying to lip read. Yeah, like Yusuke's but... like, how can you understand what these guys are saying? Oh, yeah, okay. everyone's such... lip reading and. Karama, like, he kind of guesses that the bad guys are looking for, like, the bad guys want someone within the apartment for some reason. Uh-huh. Like, well, they're the one. And something like that. It's, it's like, it's, he either wants to play five holes of golf or he's looking for, he's looking for, uh, for semen. Yeah. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> Not semen anymore. Semen was gonna become Swiss cheese. <laughs> ah, Swiss cheeseman. <laughs> cheeseman. My, fa- my favorite JoJo character. <laughs> God damn it. So, Kulbar gets really pissed, and he decides to run outside to teach them a lesson, and Matari's like, no, that's what they want you to do. And, and Shizuru asks, like, what do you mean? And yeah. he doesn't answer. He just goes, ugh, and holds, <laughs> holds his injuries. Yeah. Kulbar thinks things are different now because he has his, like, new power, and it goes back to, like, Sensui, and he actually says it's called the Dimensional Sword, or the Jigento. Basically, it cuts through physically created space-time, kind of like the Kakai Barrier, 
and everything. So an interesting note about mm-hmm. that is, do you guys remember the House of Four Dimensions? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The name of it in the Japanese version was Yojigen Mansion. So oh. four, man, a four-dimension mansion. Oh. Another note, Jigen To. So the To there, if that character is by itself, it's actually pronounced Yaiba because that's the Japanese pronunciation. To is the Chinese pronunciation. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that's used here. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Basically, then we cut into the apartment parking lot. We have Sensui and Sniper in one corner, Yusuke and Kubara in the other corner. And then Sensui gives them a V sign. Yusuke's like, what? Peace. <laughs> Peace. And then Kubara's yeah, like, no, it means victory. And, and then Sensui's like, no, you're both wrong. It means it's two a- days. <laughs> it also means I'm going to tear both of you into two pieces. Oh. Isn't it also like some country, like a fuck you sign? Yeah, but not Japan. But it's like down. Oh. Yeah, basically, and then Genkai Karama. Maybe that's A Town Down. I can't remember. A Town. Basically, Kuma, Genkai, and Karama then join the rest of them in the parking lot, and there's like a bittersweet reunion between Kuma and Sensui. Not really bittersweet, just like. Does Kuma say Yo Sensui? Yeah. yeah. He, no, he's he's like Yo. No, it's like Yo Senpai. Yo Senpai. No, he says. No, Koenma, though, says Yo Sensui. Oh, yeah, yeah, he does. I thought you meant Yusuke. Yeah. Yeah. Then we go back to Matari continuously not being able to verbalize his words correctly. He just continues to freak out and says, like, no, save him, blah, 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 blah. And everyone's like, can you please say what you need to say? Like, who needs to be saved? Who needs to be saved? We don't know. But we do know. (laughs) Sensui then... Uh, basically then, like, Yusuke wants to fight Sensui, and, like, both Genkai and Koema's like, be careful, because basically Sensui and Yusuke have the same technique, but since Sensui's been MIA for, like, a decade or so, we don't know how powerful he is. Haas, like, similar technique. They can both, like, they both can emit damaging spirit energy, mm-hmm. but the way that they actually apply it is differently. Yeah. Like, Yusuke, it's an instant shot, while Sensui will... Talk about the mechanics when we get there. Mm-hmm. He has to charge it for five hours. You'll, you'll see. It's not like that. People of Earth who I'm going to kill, give me your energy. One has to use a USB, the other one has to use a lightning port. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different charging method. Since we have to repeatedly flip it over to figure out which way it goes in, like, use case fine. Yeah, he just plugs it in. Basically, use case, like, uh, sounds like fun. And he starts charging, flaring up his energy out of nowhere. Sensui does the same. Interesting to note that um, Yusuke's aura, I would say call it aura, would you yeah. call yeah. it, is blue, while Sensui's is red. So Yusuke, Yusuke knows how to turn into the Super Saiyan God blue form, mm-hmm. while Super Saiyan God is only reserved for Sensui. Mm. Yeah, that that's it. No, <laughs> no, I think it's just to show, like, you know, like feelings or like characterization that means it's like using the ultra instinct yeah usually <laughs> usually to this point red has been saved for like demon stuff spoilers since we does not have demon energy yeah big demon energy yeah they basically have like a That's big S-class. a big S-class. they're basically having a big energy measuring contest right now yeah <laughs> oh one thing i do like i forget if it's here or earlier where Yusuke says, like, something about Sensui's power seems fake. I don't know what it is. And, like, that's, like, really interesting foreshadowing. That is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, basically, Matari continues to, like, 
not verbalize correctly his thoughts because <laughs> I don't know who do we need to save. He keeps on saying, "Just save him, just save him." He's actually talking about Pooh. He's talking about Pooh. Yeah. Everyone needs to save Pooh. Why is he putting him in this situation? Who is Baby? Pooh he is needs baby. a hug. He needs to have a big group hug with him. Kiko's actually hugging him right oh, now. Man. That's true. <laughs> I'll pass him over. I'm to give him a hug. <laughs> we need to get a, a poo for all of us to share. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can find a poo plushie online. Well, you'll find a lot of other, other sort of poo plushies. But yeah, uh, yeah. So, like, what did you guys think of this se- uh, section of episodes? I thought it was good. I think my mm-hmm. favorite part is when uh, Yusuke starts charging at, at Sensui, and he's like, "Oh, you're approaching me." Oh, fuck like, off. This <laughs> is like, I can't beat you without getting closer. And then This is a JoJo <laughs> reference for those. Drink. <laughs> Drink. Wait, has the... Um, spoilers, but did since we already do the cool parry, or is that in the next episode? No, next it episode. just stopped with the UCL like, oh! And it's like, Yeah, Whoa! they barely start the fight at the end. Mm-hmm. It kind of like just ends with that like, still motion be like, oh, what will happen in the next episode? Yeah. Yeah, but I, I liked it. Um, ew. Oh, I'm always like into like Kubar's character arc, so it was nice to see him getting a little bit of the spotlight here and just how his powers evolve. Um, and then learning more about Sunsi and like what his deal is. It's what is his bothered. deal? I mean, you saw a part of it, like, you know, like, oh, shit, turns out humans are the worst. Mm-hmm. Because, like, he started his Descendant of Madness by being, like, the entirety of the Japanese underground is led by people dehumanizing things that are, like, probably equally as moral as us. And, like, it's terrible. He's, he's like, we can't do this. Like, he basically just realizes, like, humans are capable of human trafficking. And this is someone who had previously been super convinced of the moral superior of, moral superiority of humans. Like, he was a radical human supporter, to that point, so he completely broke by seeing what what happened there. Yeah, that's, that kind of would break anybody if you walk in on that. Not just it would it would you know a lot of people would come back from it. It shattered his entire world. Yeah. He grew up like they get into it later, but like he's been haunted by ghosts since he was a little child because they were naturally drawn to him being the strongest human being. Mm-hmm. Like he is, you know, Mob Psycho. He is Mob. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I, I never watched that one. Yeah, he's he's the main character of Mob Psycho. That's a good is the, is the creature literally named Mob and Mob Psycho? He has a real name, which is Shigeo, but, like, his nickname is Mabu. Mr. Mabu. Mabu. Yeah. <laughs> it's cute. Mr. Mabu Psycho. Yeah, so I, I honestly, I think I've made this comparison to some, some other people I've, I've talked with, but I feel like Sensui is, hey, what if uh, Mob did not have Regan? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I what agree. he would have been like. Yeah. It's, like, I find this, like, whole arc interesting... Because, like, kind of, it, it does show, like, a lot of gray, which since we could not comprehend or, like, refused to comprehend, he just went from one spectrum to the other. And kind of use case the opposite. Like, he's always, because maybe based on his upbringing. Bad childhood. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, people do suck, but we can live in it. Yeah, like, sometimes do people do sucky things, but. There could be worse sucky things. Sometimes those sucky things are both unjustified or justified. So, yeah. Or it's... I think Yusuke is more like, yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. But you shouldn't, like, try to... You should either move on and do something better and not try to, like, kill everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So, I find that really interesting. I was very frustrated 
with Matari the entire time. Just like, can you just say his name? <laughs> like they get into it in like a, probably the next set of episodes, but I think they basically show he has like a divided loyalty where like he's like, That's oh, true. I still feel loyal to like Sensui, even though like I was left to die. And he and, literally tried to murder me. Yeah, he, yeah, he's a fourteen year old boy who's just seen like a lot of shit that like no one should have seen. Stabbed a dude in the leg. Stabbed a dude in the leg. Yeah, you know, Okubo. Actually, this time. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, but um, I, I, I really like... Sensui is maybe my favorite character in Yu Hakusho, just because he's like really interesting as this like moral crusader who just gets completely destroyed by the world. Mm-hmm. I just like how he's actually like a, an, an upper-class spirit detective. It's like, you know, Yusuke is fighting on even ground. Mm-hmm. He had all the training that Kuenma and maybe Botan gave him. And that one lady that I can't remember her name. Genkai? No, the other lady, I can't remember her name. The one that, that ran in the room when, when Sensu was seeing all that fucked up stuff. Oh, it's not a woman. It's Oh, so, I mean, this is not really a spoiler, but Itsuki's a man. Suki, I gotcha. But, like, they actually have, like, a pseudo-positively depicted, possibly 1.5 direction relationship. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. You'll I, find out more. Even villains can have healthy relationships. Well, their relationship is healthy until it's, like, not. Uh, like, healthy to a point. Yeah, it's healthy to a point. Then it's like, whoa, whoa. But we will find that out yeah. later. <laughs> but did that character actually appear? I actually don't remember that person at Itsuki? all. Itsuki? Yeah. Oh, no, no. Itsuki was only there for... Uh, for Sensui, because he was... You'll find out why Sensui and Itsuki are, but like, tied I, intimately. But no, I, I'm just trying to figure it out, but did she appear in the series before that? Again, a guy, but no. Him, sorry, I don't... Yeah, I, he, he appeared, like, the first time when it was, like, the tunnel, yeah. and he was, like, in a boat. Yeah, he's something. the guy in the boat, like, you know, meditating. Yeah. I gotcha, okay, but that he, that person's explained them. Right? They yeah they do exp- they do explain he, more. Itsuki's the gatekeeper. Yeah. Out of like the psychics, yeah. seven psychics. Oh, one of the psychic. Okay, I see. It's the psychic that has the gate. That's why I was yeah. confused. Yeah, Itsuki's also one of my favorite characters in the show because he's like incredibly complicated. I got you, but they're gonna give they're gonna give more interesting stuff on that person, him. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I gotcha. Yeah, I was gonna say like I I really like the two of them. Like we'll find out a lot more about Sensui that will sort of like make this even more interesting. Um, I also like the idea that, like, since we never trained with Genkai, because, like, it was obvious from the time that they met him that, like, he obviously was, like, much stronger than any other human on Earth. I gotcha, I gotcha. Oh, so she didn't even train him at all. Yeah. Or entertain him. Like, he's he's aware of her. Like, uh-huh. he... Also, at the time, she was in her hermitage. So yeah. probably they didn't want to contact anyone to... Mm-hmm. Like, and the only reason Yusuke was able to train with her is because she basically said, hey, I'm coming out of retirement to train someone. Um, which would also explain why other characters who shall remain nameless until season four mm-hmm. did not train with Genkai either, but are aware of her. Because mm-hmm. Genkai is, like, famous, but, like, basically, like, Sensui, as, like, a responsible former spirit detective who actually, like, cared about his job, unlike Yusuke, would know who she is. Right. But, like, didn't seek her out because, one, <laughs> wanted to respect her hermitage, and two, would have only learned moral lessons from her because clearly he's, like, the most powerful human being to live for, like, a thousand years. Yeah. Jeez. But hey, you know, like, look what caring about your job gets you to. Look at Sensui versus yeah. Yusuke. You burn out. You burn out. <laughs> you really burn out. You start a cult. You show weird tapes of children. <laughs> Don't do this. Pizzagate. Don't care about your job. <laughs> More or less. Smoking is the real villain. <laughs> I was trying to make that image. I need to get an image of, of him, like, kicking the demon's head off. I'm just getting, like, a truth.org. <laughs> <laughs> Sensui is the ultimate truth.org. <laughs> Don't fight demons with power. With that smoke. 
But do show videotapes to kids that are probably not appropriate. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, there's a bunch. Of, I'm just imagining, like, Sensu's like, I, I edited out sexual content. All the violence is in here. <laughs> so I just took out, like, all the, like, rapish stuff. And then, like, Matari's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> that, that way it's fine for kids. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah. And then, like, you know, the beginning is, like, an MPAA, like, rating. But it's just Sensu's face just being like, the following is okay for... <laughs> And he's just like doing a thumbs up. TV warnings for, for extreme violence. <laughs> also, ultra extreme violence. <laughs> so about whatever you're used to watching on the news. Yeah. Your discretion may be advised. Yeah. Yes. God. No, I'm uh, so Patrick. Like, what are you like? Just give me some thoughts about like what do you think is coming up. I think things are going to be happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, you say. No, what, I, I just think that, that it's going to be like the thing where, you know, you see things he hits him, but Sansui just beats the ever-living shit out of him and makes him look like a little baby in front of everybody, and it's like, you're not powerful enough to take me on. Come back when you're, when... You, you, you have all eight badges. Yeah. <laughs> like, go home and be a family man. Do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, and just, like, kicks him to, to Kuwabara, and Kuwabara tries to just, like, psh, slaps him. And, like, they're all, like, injured on the ground. He just walks away. Like, he walks away with that with his back turned, saying stuff. And he walks away with Sniper. And, like, like, dang, we're not powerful enough to beat him. And then they go back to Genkai and he's like, you need to get better at stuff. And it's like, oh, okay. he goes Re- back. And I actually feel like, like they avoid this trope. Because the reason for them having multiple clashes is actually more complicated than just you need to get stronger. Yeah. But, essentially, I think he's just going to get his ass whooped. And You're not wrong. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, we gotta fight, get better, and then, like, they try to go to the cave, and then stuff happens, and then some more stuff happens, and the videotape, Yusuke watches it, and he gets corrupted a bit, but he didn't realize, you know, it's not that bad to watch, I mean, I mean, it's not bad, but he's, like, the one kid that can actually take the tape, and he's like, you know, this is really messed up and stuff, guys, let's destroy this tape, and he's like, no, you can't destroy this tape, because it's, it's important for reasons in the demon world. And Yusuke is like, well, you know, we gotta destroy this tape because it's a bad tape. And, and you're like, really no. going with this yeah. summary. Like, you know, and then, then they decide to destroy the tape. Yusuke is like, you know, fuck this, to destroy the tape. And Kimura's like, no, you can't destroy the tape. It was important for reasons in the demon realm. And Yusuke's like, too bad. And he walks away. And like, they an argument. And then like, they all go and fight Sansui or whatever the turntable name guy is. And they fight Sniper and then Chef Chef Kawasaki, <laughs> and then they fight, um, fight Brother Man, and then... Ah, uh, the Brother Man. <laughs> brother Man. And then they fight, they fight Sansui, and they're like, your turntables suck, and punches him, and then beats him, and then they close the hole up with... Uh, but no, first, no, sorry, first I go back, Kubara is, is corrupted, and he cuts the, de- the, the hole in half, and makes the demons all go through it, and it's like... Whoa. This is actually something I wanted to say, is... There's multiple ways for Sensui's crew to get Kuwabara to do it. Because they actually have multiple contingencies I never thought of until like this viewing, where they had multiple ways they could have they could cause this to happen. Hmm. And they've been planning multiple directions. Yeah, so we can well, talk about that when it gets closer. Well anyway, see they forced Kuwabara to cut the hole open and he's like, No, he shouldn't have done that. He's like, I was corrupted man. And he's like, No, it's <laughs> so it's like That's my favorite part of you Hawk Show. I was then, corrupted man. And then like, you know, I was corrupted man and he uh, they, he becomes good, and they fight Sansui, and it's like your turntables suck, and just kill him, and he dies, and it's like 
I just wanted to ninety nine percent accurate. <laughs> I just wanted to live in a world where we can live all as one. It's like you know what? I forgive you, Sansa. You can die in peace. And like he goes to hell, and they become best friends, Jennifer Tugoro, and they play mini golf. And uh, that is how the rest of you hawk show goes. He, he guessed it. That's like one hundred percent And then it ends. And that's <laughs> Are you sure you haven't watched this series before? I'm just imagining the final shot of the show just being like Tugoro doing miniature golf and like doing the windmill and like fucking it up. And Sansa's like, "You let me," and he takes the thing and just like gets it. In one try, like, oh, you. I'm pretty accurate that's going to happen, but, anyways, Joe, I think, I said summary, that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's right. Is, is, yeah. that, is that what you're looking for? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Gotcha. But, yeah. <laughs> anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to the UU Hawk Show. Your support means all three worlds human, demon, and spirit to us. Please hit us up with questions, requests, or just to chat um, with us at our Facebook at the Yu Haka Show with two O's, or at our Twitter um, at the Yu Haka Show. Um, tune in for the next episode where we'll watch Yusuke and the gang face off against the mastermind behind the end of the world, Sensi. See you later. Bye. Anyways, guys. So what I think is going to really happen <laughs> after that is that. Sansui is gonna be like, oh no, it's just gonna be not good and stuff. And then Yusuke is like, it's gonna be good, man. And then Sansui is like, no, it's not. And Yusuke is like, yeah, it is. And then Kobara is like, stop fighting, guys. And then Kobara cuts him. Is like, you can't do this. And then he kills Kobara. And then he kills Genkai twice. He's like, take this and kicks her. Sounds like an adult swim short. Honestly. It does. It does kind of. Anyway, just just. Just uh, just fade me out when I start talking about that. Join us on the twenty third episode of the Yuhaka Show where we start walking towards a cave. Done. No, no. I'm leaving all of this in. Okay, thanks, guys. I'm